Totally Wild is a podcast salvaged from the brain cells of Brisbane-based frenemies and former hard drinkers Mikey and Naomi. Right now, we are living wildly in sobriety and we want to talk to people like us, or maybe even to people who are toying with kicking the booze for a bit. Join us each episode as we unpack booze and baggage, chat about ups and downs, and talk about our new world of breaking old habits. We are stoked to be doing this. Thanks for listening. At the end of last year, I was in an art therapy class, and the teacher had asked the group to write a letter to alcohol. I usually cringe at the thought of a dear diary type activity, but I thought I'd give it a go. As soon as I started writing, I felt my heart rate go up. I was angry. I was slamming the pen on the page. My hand couldn't keep up with my brain, and it was glaringly obvious that this was a breakup letter. I was finally breaking up with alcohol. I was done. This toxic relationship has to end once and for all. We are done, Mr. Booze. I've had enough. Dude, you broke up with your big, bad, boozy boyfriend by it. I did, and it was so hard. How did he take it? Oh, he never takes it well. (laughs) Oh, how hard is it to quit drinking? Oh, man, it... Oh, like, hard. It's awful. But I, I reckon that the hardest bit about quitting drinking is making the decision... Don't yeah. you reckon? Well, there's always like a lead up. Like, how many times have you done Dry July? Oh, how many times have I done it or how many times have I finished it? <laughs> well, I, I finished it twice, like two years in a row. Yeah. And the year before that, I last, the year, no, the year after that, I did it for like seven days and I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. That's... I felt so guilty. Like, I just kept donating to my own yeah. thing <laughs> because yeah. I just couldn't bear it. And that's when I sort of realized that. This is a problem. Like, if I can't go for longer than seven days without drink, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, it is really hard. And I suppose, like, those dry July ones, like, some of them are hard, some of them aren't. But they're not really, like, oh, this is forever. It's like, oh, this is a blip and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, or this is, you know, the change I needed to reset myself kind of thing. But it's not quitting drinking. Yeah, but, like, when the first time I did dry July was because I didn't think I could like I was like there's no way you can quit drinking for a month that's crazy and I was I was working and I was doing sound and I remember like I went to work on about my fifth day and I was like in I had cold sweats and like I was dripping my hair was like saturated and my boss was like oh you better go home, like you've got a fever. And I was like, yeah, I've got a fever. I didn't even think that. Oh, my God, I was like in withdrawals. Like, yeah. So I like had a beer straight away to get rid of the withdrawals. So, yeah. Um, I knew by then that something, something's got to give. Like, yeah, yeah. Because... Because you do like, you do sort of lie to yourself and... Well, no, it's not even lying. It's just like you're so surrounded by booze and it is so normal that to get to the point where you go oh I'm going to stop like that's a big it's a big deal like you need so many reasons and if you don't want to find those reasons you won't find those reasons yeah I could think of 10 reasons right now to go have a beer but yeah. I can think of 110 not to <laughs> not to yeah. so like I mean the most important thing I guess in the early stages of if you're sort of toying with the idea of like being sober or at least being sober curious and having having days off the uh, off the booze you've really got to be honest about 
your consumption. So like, yeah. I mean, I remember doing one of those online quizzes about yeah. uh, like, are you an alcoholic? And yeah. I was like, I was like off the Richter. <laughs> Like, everything was just, like, extreme, 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 like, very high, very high. And I was like, oh, man, I've got my dad. I'm pretty sure I asked my dad to do it and he's yeah. like, I'll piss off. But, but like, yeah, look, to be fair, I didn't need a test to tell me that. I read somewhere, it's like, if you have to, like, Google whether your drinking alcohol? is a problem, your drinking is a problem. Yeah. But that doesn't splash. even mean that you're smashing, like... 50 bottles of wine a night. No. Like, if you're questioning it, like, you're not... But it's relative it. to your lifestyle. So, yeah. like, if you, you know, as we both know, we've we've read in forums and in online groups that people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe I had two glasses of wine tonight instead of one, and it's becoming a problem. It's like... We, That's we, an alcohol-free night. Yeah, like, to me, like, two glasses of wine is, like, yeah, it's That's nothing. A- so a range of breakfast. But if that if if that sort of impacts that person's life in a negative way, then you know it's all relative. So yeah. whether you're drinking two hundred or two or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, but if you are at that point in your life where you you are seeking alternative lifestyles and and you know sort of I guess googling yeah googling stuff about alcoholism. If you're listening to this podcast because you know, you might have a problem, then chances are that you might have yeah. a problem. Like, yeah. I don't know how yeah. to say it in a nice way, but if you think... No, there it, is no nice way to say it, is there? And I don't want to sugarcoat it. Like, it's... Like, alcohol is an extremely addictive drug, and because of the way that it's marketed and sold to us, especially in Australia, like, everybody loves a beer and a barbecue or a, a glass of wine with a celebration or whether it's you know, commiserations or... Yeah. There's always an excuse to drink. It doesn't yeah. matter. And I found every single excuse... Yeah. ...in the world. Yeah, yeah. And it got to the stage where it was like... I needed the alcohol to function, to bring me up to zero. Yeah. So I was beyond the point of having uh, having a choice. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're at the stage in your life where you can still go a week without it... Yeah. ...then you're probably... Okay. See, oh, not necessarily because I, like when I decided to quit, I had been hitting it. So COVID was massive and the Mm -hmm. stress was massive. And I know everyone's stressed. My particular stress was a small business. And, um, you know, like it was really full on. And I was absolutely hitting it. Like every Mm. night, one and a half to two bottles, just getting up and just feeling like fucking shit. Yeah. But I could take some alcohol-free days and I would look forward to those and uh, like but I knew in my heart that it was like yeah even if I have three nights off the piss it's this is still a problem yeah and now that I fucking know that mm. three nights of the piss you haven't even detoxed from you have you need five drinking. days to detox like. yeah yeah it's like and so it's this perpetual state of coming off booze which is what March April yeah. And may look like for me, mm-hmm. um, and that's probably the peak of my drinking for my entire life. I would yeah. say it's um, probably because you you sort of subconsciously knew what that was, was the around end of the world. Well, no, that, <laughs> well, you, you, picked, you picked a really really good time to quit and a really bad time to quit. Like, yeah, I but guess. it was just for me, and I think this is what it's like. You know, you're googling. Like, I know that I was sounding out, and we did this to each other, and that's how we kind of became friends. I think is mm. you sort of do that furtive question, like. Hey, 
you know, oh, you got on it, how much did you drink? It's like, mm. oh, three quarters of a bottle of wine, oh, yeah, next. Like, yeah. Um, but you, you sound out, like you're comparing your drinking to other people. Oh, without a doubt. And I was doing that for such a long time because... Well, you I want to see to feel... where you're normal. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. And little do you know that, like, I thought I was, like, like off the scale, like, in the top 10% of, like, alcohol consumption in Australia. Like, yeah. I thought I was so high. And then I was watching, you know, I've watched a lot of documentaries and a lot of people were putting away much more than I was. But, like, two bottles of spirits a night in some... Fuck. Like, that's so many drinks and mm. then I thought oh okay and then you get that sort of said that like oh I'm okay I'm only drinking wine but they see this is where no, these are the, the justification, yeah, the justification. Like, and that's where it really is like you know the bad boyfriend or girlfriend mm. like you go oh yeah but it's not so bad he, he does this so it's he's not really so good bad. he does the long and it's like no no this is yeah this is it, it it's happening and you can't not yeah, and you can't ignore it. And like, you get that feeling in. I well, for me, I got that feeling inside where you just know that you can't continue the way you are. Yeah. Well, for want, me, I yeah. was like, I wonder if this is going to be me forever. Yeah. And that was even scarier. That's worse. Well, yeah, like you know, I come from a long line of alcoholics, yeah. and I've seen, you know, how that kind of plays out, hmm. um, health wise, you know, relationships wise. You know, it, it's it's fucking bad. Yeah, it's bad, <laughs> and it's not until that it's not until you are on the other side of it, and I guess looking at your your past as an observer rather than you know being in it and seeing all the justifications that you made, all the excuses, all the reasons that you gave yourself. Yeah. Um, like, like I, I can't every sleep. day I would I, I, I use it to go to sleep yeah oh, I use it to calm my anxiety yeah oh, I use it to uh, I, I deserve it because I work so hard I've had a shit day I just need to relax yeah like and obviously you know we're sort of glossing over this um, but we will dedicate whole yeah. podcasts and a whole episode sorry to um, particularly you know dealing with those I guess symptoms that you would normally treat with wine anxiety yeah depression um Happiness, yeah. like all of the things. So we will like not just gloss over that. We'll come back to those. Yeah, we'll we will talk about the wine which in detail. Um, yeah. And I mean, the funny thing was, like, I was seeing a counsellor at Biella, which is the drug and alcohol drug and alcohol centre at Roma Street, and um, I just said to her, "Look, I don't know why, but when I wake up, I'm just so anxious, and the only thing that stops me from being anxious." is if I have a beer or a swig of something. And as soon as I have that drink, it goes away. And I said, my anxiety is just so bad. Even with my antidepressants, I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And she's like, have you ever like thought that it might be your body withdrawing? She's the there alcohol? going, have you ever thought like, it's like, it's, yeah. like A hundred percent. And I'm like, <laughs> nah. And she's like, well, it only takes, you know, if, if you've been drinking for a, a long period of time, it only takes your body, like, it can be as, as soon as four hours after you stop, after you have your last drink. Then you start withdrawing. So if you're one of those people, like, if you're listening now and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so anxious and the only thing that, that helps me is having a drink, then you might want to consider doing a detox, obviously with the assistance of your GP, don't ever try and 
do it on your own if you haven't done it before because yeah. it can be quite dangerous. But yeah. withdrawals mimic the exact symptoms of anxiety. So you're in this, yeah, we've talked about this this wheel of like almost like a, what do you call those things that m- mice run on? <laughs> <laughs> Wheels? Mice wheel? <laughs> Far out. Hamster wheel. Hamster wheel. Like, yeah. and you, so you, it's like a mouse on a hamster wheel. <laughs> or vice versa. You want choose some, your small animal. Just a thing you can't get off. As long as it's spinning. That's what we... <laughs> so you, you, you drink to calm Thank your you, anxiety. Can I just interrupt you for two yeah. seconds? Um, can I have a sip of this drink that I'm holding? Because I don't know. Mike is a sound engineer and I get into trouble for moving my feet. And I'm really thirsty. Can I have well, a sip? Well, I'll have a sip of my drink that I have. Sorry, right here everyone, too. block your ears. No. Non alcoholic. Can you hear that? Yeah, no. We're both on the energy drinks, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'll just keep the mic stand. Okay, cool. Okay. Sorry, sorry, everyone, thank you. And no, that's all right. Sorry, Look, Mike. Yeah, so that wheel of like um, drinking to calm your anxiety. Hamster or mice wheel, I can't remember. Uh, fucking Ferris wheel. <laughs> oh, ferret wheel. <laughs> Look, this is a serious, yeah. a serious, yeah. okay. a serious yeah. thing where if if you are in that in that constant cycle, then you might want to think about doing a detox because once you're not physically dependent on on alcohol, yep. then you can work on everything that you need to work on in order to stop drinking alcohol. And because it is all manageable, so and I guess that's the the thing that as you start that conscious uncoupling from um, drinking, mm-hmm. it it does kind of like it's not easy, but it gets easier to identify um, that sort of romance that you yeah. have with it, like that. Like, oh, but yeah, you you you, you start going, fuck, I don't think that's true, mm. and fuck, like the more you kind of just like get in your head that, yeah, I'm drinking to relax, but I don't actually feel relaxed or like. <laughs> Hi. Hello. The postman's here. <laughs> Sorry, the postie. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're yeah, right. But yeah, yeah, you can once that sort of you can look at your beloved booze and go, yeah, I'm sort of making excuses for you, but you weren't actually helping me with my anxiety, and you weren't actually helping me be confident when I'm going out, or yeah, like it, it all sort of trickles into this like understanding that yeah. you've kind of been had. You know, oh, you've so been had. You've like, been alcohol had. is the most... He's a cat. He's a... He's a cheat and a cat. And he's a, never he's a see you next him. Tuesday kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. But, like, seriously, the amount of times that you make excuses for it or you, like... Oh, God. I've got PTSD even just thinking about those conversations that I used to have with myself. You know, like, she, he, whatever, they were always there. Like, and I was, you know, drinking by myself at, yeah. at the, towards the end. So it was like, he was my best friend, like, and I would be quite happy to sit there all day yeah. having a beer, watching life go by. And that's the thing when you're drinking, it's almost like your development or your personal development just goes out the window. Yeah. Like, I don't think you can be spiritual or like work on yourself and be no, because you have to sit with uncomfortable yeah. thoughts and that's what booze takes away from you. It takes away that like that, that pause that you need to yeah. have some self reflection. But or, it's so it's so rewarding. Not that you, get, you, yeah. you just don't read the reach the depth of what you know. You yeah. Because you're hiding yourself. 
You're pulling yeah. the blankets up over your little head and going, Whoa. Yeah, can't deal, can't deal. Can't deal. But, you know, it's a, it's a low vibration drug and it's, you know, when people are drunk. What the fuck is a low vibration drug? Well, it's just a low, like, low vibration. Is this look, a hippie thing? Like, Google it, maybe. No, oh, okay. it's not. But, like, when you talk about vibrations of energy and stuff, like, scientific energy. Okay. When people are drinking. Yep. Their vibrations are low. Is so, that right? Yeah. Oh, we're all learning something. Yeah, I mean, like... Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, it makes sense because it's, you know... Yeah, so, you, yeah, it's really hard to be your best self yeah. if you're drunk. Yeah. In fact, it's impossible. Yeah. Like... Because it is funny, like, um, you, go, you do make those excuses. And, like, I'm the best, like, you know, I'm great when I've had a few drinks because I can play pool after my second drink and, like, I can dance and... I, I don't know, like, That's I've been really, try- well, this is it, like, I work and, like, you know, I can put my own music on and whatnot, and I have been really reminding myself that I actually dance, sing, and faff around more when I'm at my work, when I'm sober, yeah. um, or at home with my kid, or, like, mm-hmm. in the shopping centre with my kid, like, it's like, yeah. that's, I didn't need booze, that's yeah. the lie. Well, that's a lie, and that's a that is a constant lie that you tell yourself. Well, you don't even tell yourself consciously. It's just a, a thing that you have. Like, oh, I can definitely not go to a gig sober. Yeah. Like, yes, you can. Yeah. Like, when you go to a gig sober, you can hear better, you can see better, you concentrate. You don't need to wee. Yeah, you don't need to wee all when the time. You don't. Need, you don't need to miss your favorite song because you're at the bar. Yeah. Like, I know for for myself, like when I was in Europe, like. All I wanted to do was breeze through the museums as quickly as I could yeah. because I needed to be at the bar. Like so yeah. it take you it takes away so much of the joy of life mm-hmm. when you're constantly chasing a drink. And we hope that um, by listening to this podcast you don't feel so alone because it can be it can be really isolating. Yeah. Even if you I know, you know, even if you're surrounded by heaps of people all the time. Like, if you're a chronic drinker, you you feel lonely. And, and it can be embarrassing. Oh, like, I I feel embarrassed. Like, part of me cringes thinking that someone's going to listen to this. No, nah, I don't care about that. Well, you know, but, like, it is. It's like... But this is it, the truth. Like, this but is... But that's also the lie. That, yeah. Like, you know, it's something that all people have control over. And... Oh man, so many people are in that. Yeah, and, and so many and people are struggling. Like, so many people are struggling right now. Like all of our comrades in Melbourne, like who have been stuck in their houses for so many months. Like we know that there's going to be a spike in problem drinking, and yeah. there's been a spike in mental health. Well, you know, I don't know about you, but since we announced this um, podcast and started telling people, I've had so many people reach out since I started speaking about not drinking and, you know, my goals for, for staying off the booze. I've yeah. had people reach out. People go, oh, I'm doing this week with you. Like, it's like, it's... It's yeah. so comforting knowing that there are other people like you. Yeah. And, you know... And no shame. There's no, no shame. shame. There's absolutely no shame because, you know what? I'm nearly a year sober. Yeah. And you're nearly... Half a year. Half a year. So, like... Give or take. We, you know, I've got so much pride in that. And as soon as, you know, as soon as you... As soon as you give it up, you start loving yourself. And that's something that just comes naturally. And it's awesome. So, like, we want to encourage other people who are toying with the idea of writing that letter to your favourite drink. So it can be, dear Smirnoff, you bloody bastard. Or... 
Yeah. Do your beer. You know, or even you... just like, you know, if you think you're fucking, sorry about my language, but if, you know, if you've got the inkling in your head that the relationship that you're having with alcohol right now is not a good relationship, maybe, yeah, like start to assess those bits, weigh, you know, pros and cons. And not everyone is going to quit drinking and not everyone fucking has to. Like not everyone is Mikey and not everyone is Naomi, um, but some of you are. But I think we can all, you don't lose anything by looking at this relationship and go, is this actually serving me or am yeah. I serving it? That's and it. Are you in control? And if you're not in control, there are, there are, there's so many things you can do to gain that control back. And so if you do think that you might want to talk about this any further with Naomi or myself and tell us a bit about your story, you can always email us at teetotallywild at gmail.com. Uh, just let us know also if it's just you just feel like having a bladder. We won't use it in the podcast if yeah. you don't want to. But also if you have any questions or there's something that you want us to address because we are pretty frank and we're pretty open and we're happy to be doing this. Um, so, yeah, let us know, you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, next week. Um, I think we're going to talk about the wine witch, that, that little voice that comes into your head. Yes, the one that is like once you sort of start to get off the plonk. The one that goes, oh, yeah, I know you said you weren't going to drink and we're not drinking, but you're really stressed at the moment. Yeah. We're going to talk about how we manage that voice in our head and tell it to fuck off. And we'll probably, <laughs> we'll probably discuss some of the things that we've done to combat the little voices. Yeah, some of our little The strategies. voices in our heads. Nah, not really. It's just really about... Um, well, it's techniques and strategies. Yeah, techniques and, and strategies to help you hush that voice uh, that is ever so present in so many of our lives. Thank anyway, you for that's listening. it. We're we going to wrap you. it up. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Teetotally Wild is a podcast salvaged from the brain cells of Brisbane Bay. <laughs> I can see you. Can you just go away? <laughs> just like I can't see you, like duck down in the kitchen. <laughs> no. Just stay there, but don't make noise. <clears throat> Take two. Teetotally Wild is a podcast salvaged from the brain cells of Brisbane-based frenemies and former hard drinkers Mikey and Naomi. Right now we are living wildly in sobriety and we want to talk to people like us. <laughs> Fuck man, how hard are these instructions? Sit down, plays a song. Just put the phone down. Um, this week on... This week on Teetotally Wild. We'll be back after the break. <laughs> <laughs>